Midterm Mayhem. Midterm Mayhem. Alright, here we go. It's 4.05, and you know that every day at this time, we talk about the election. It mayhem. is midterm mayhem. We have the madness, the mayhem that is the 2022 midterm election. Alright. Uh, I got a bunch of stuff. I know you got a bunch of stuff, so let's kick some of this stuff around. Let's do it. First, an observation. Okay? An observation. Carrie Lake. Um, she is acting like she's already the governor. She's acting as if. Yes. Smart. Absolutely. It's smart. So here's what I saw yesterday. She had a press conference. Okay. I want you to think about this in your, in your head. She's at a podium. Okay. She knows that the media is in front of her. Okay. Okay. Because she's invited the media. Uh, and they showed up because they figured we're going to get something crazy. No, you're right. That's exactly right. But she is up at the podium. She's got some of her handlers around her. It looks very professional. And she looks like she can be the governor. She looks the part. There's no she doubt about part. it. Again, right. much like Trump, because she's on TV for all those years, yeah. she understands staging. She gets the whole, yeah. she understands it. Yeah. So I'm, 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 I didn't watch the press conference because I don't want to hear a bunch of lies and all that crap. It'll just upset me. But, you know, I saw some pictures of it. I saw a few seconds of it. Uh, a few minutes of it, actually. And so, so when, you, when you look at, at Carrie Lake... And the fact that she is positioning herself as, listen, I'm already at the podium. I'm already answering your questions. I'm already, I'm running the show. That's what it looks like. And that's a smart move by her. So I want to give her some credit there. Uh, Here's the downside. Everything that comes out of her mouth is garbage. All she did was argue with the media. And you know what? I'll say this to Carrie Lake. It's boring and it's lazy. I think people are tired of it. Uh, we really, you know, where do you stand? I don't know. Every time somebody asks you a question, you say, well, you're not getting any ratings, so why should I talk to you? So it's interesting, Chad. Yeah. She looks the part. She's her display and everything. She's it's it's right on. But her playbook is is the same every time she has that press conference. Is the media continuing to ask her questions over and over again to the same that they know that she's that are going to. Set her off. No, she she doesn't want to answer your question, so she goes after you personally. But what questions are they asking her? I think some of it was about law enforcement yesterday, but she turns it on you and say, and 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 will go after you on a personal note. And so she doesn't really want to. It's almost like this. This is what I see. She's calling this press conference or whatever you want get together, whatever. Uh, just so she can go after you. She did it a couple weeks ago. She was on the side of the street. She had a podium. She was talking about the homeless people. And I was waiting to hear what her, she was holding a piece of paper. I was waiting to hear what her stance was on what she'd do if uh, she became the governor, what would she would do with the homeless. And all she did was yell at Channel 12. And it's boring and it's lazy. So two things. One, she looks the part. She acts the part. She's got the setup right, but when she opens her mouth, it's hot garbage. Okay. Now, let me go to the other side. Katie Hobbs. Who? Katie Hobbs. If you ask me, the only place you'll find her is, you know, take a guess. Uh, well, where's where can you find her? I, at her office? Twitter. Oh. Uh, From her office, probably. Yeah. yeah. I don't see sound bites of her. No, I don't, I don't see signs, man. I was driving down the street the other day, and I thought, Did I tell you, you brought that up. You're like, when's the last time you saw? I've, I've, I can't remember seeing a sign. I had the wise man, Steve Zinsmeister. We were in the office. Uh, we, uh, you, you pulled up a Katie Hobbs sign. 
And I looked at it and I said, I've never seen one on the side of the street. I looked at the sign because like, I don't know, in my head, I can see Cary Lake sign. I can totally see. No, they're it. everywhere. You it's can't get brown. on Northern over here. Yeah, yeah, they're everywhere. But they're everywhere, all over the all yeah. over the city, uh, all over the valley. I've not seen one Katie Hobbs sign. Nope. Now, where you can find her is on Twitter. If you really want to know what she stands for, her Twitter is pretty good. That is lazy. She is not in front of cameras answering questions. She is not on talk shows answering questions. She doesn't want to debate. But on Twitter, by the way, a very small percentage of you who listen to us you don't have twitter and what is it again wise man well i don't know the exact number but i'm guessing that no more than a fifth a quarter no, no, i listen. think it's only like five or seven percent of like people 10 to 15 percent and, yeah. and even smaller than that that actually use twitter to argue your case katie Hobbs, for being governor only on twitter is not going to work and it's lazy and you know the other thing about that a good portion of her twitter followers Probably aren't even in the state. I a lot would of agree. that probably came from what took place from uh, the 2020 election and yeah. all the time she was on TV. Right. She is uh, she's doing nothing to 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 win my vote. And, uh, you know, I mean, and and writing out some prepared statement or something on Twitter does nothing because nobody's asking you questions because there's always, you know, the second question is the one that's real. The first one sets you up for let's loosen you up so we can really get your real answer. Uh, so she's playing it way too safe. Yeah, way too safe. And I think, you know, prevent defense. What does it say? It always prevents the team playing it from winning. Midterm mayhem. Uh, we've got one candidate. Looks like she wants to be the governor or she's playing the part. That's Carrie Lake. Then she opens her mouth and it's a total waste of time. The other one playing on her phone. You got you got Katie Hobbs. She's got her phone. OK. All right. I see this. All right. I'm going to tweet about it. It's not good enough. Midterm mayhem. Let's go to something different. Let's uh, quickly go to Latino voters. So I found uh, this study. There's an estimated almost 20,000 Hispanic voters. They have newly registered in Maricopa County since the beginning of the year. Yeah. Uh, here's the breakdown. Republican, 15 percent. Democrat, 26 percent. Other, 56 percent. Independence. They're not thrilled with either side. No. I mean, it's not like the, it, it's 56% Democrat, and, and because the Democrats, I don't think they're buying a lot of what they're selling. Mm. They're not. And uh, they don't have this, uh, the Democrats, this entitlement to everybody who's a person of color or, or an immigrant or something is automatically our vote is a bunch of baloney. You're going to have to earn. Yeah. You're going to have to earn their votes. Uh, and they, they're, they're not giving up. Cause, and we also think, too, some of the older uh, uh, Latino, like my grandfather, you know, I mean, God rest his soul. Man, he was as conservative as you get. He was as conservative as you get. Uh, the younger generations, obviously, because they're going to college, they're a lot more liberal and, and stuff. But the, you, you really have to work for, for for their votes. And do I see either side really doing that? 67% of about the 20,000 Hispanic voters are under 35. They want to get involved in this process, which is fantastic. And the majority of them are other. And that is independent. And that tells you a lot. And if you want to break down the gender, it's almost 50-50. Almost 50-50. I think it's 51 men, 49% female. Uh, So we'll see. 
if Hispanic voters are the ones that drive this election here in Arizona. All right. Every day at 405, midterm mayhem. Mayhem. It is the madness, the mayhem that is the 2022 midterm election. All right. Coming up next, five spot. Here's what we're doing today. We're going to put you on the spot about a news story everybody's talking about. We need five calls from those of you who live in Mesa. Call us if you live in Mesa. Have you heard what's happening in Mesa? We're going to tell you, but we need five callers from Mesa. 602-277-KTAR. Mesa. 277-5827. All right? Five spot. Next. All right, here's where we put you on the spot about a news story everybody's talking about. We've asked you to call if you're from Mesa. Here's why. Water. Water! We know Lake Mead, Lake Powell, they're both about, what, 25% full? Yep. Goodness. And from Mesa, Arizona today, uh, residents are being asked to skip uh, winter lawns to save water. Okay? We're going to turn this into... Does anybody have a lawn? Sure. Okay. Sure. You live in the dirt. Well, but we have rocks out there. We've made it. We've made it. We made it very desert ass. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, so we're asking you to call for Mesa. Here's our question: Because at one point you're going to be asked this: Stop watering your lawn. If if your city asks you to stop watering your lawn because the water supply is so low, we want to know if you'll do it. Mesa, 277-KTAR. Who's first up from Mesa, Chad? All right, let's go with uh, Phil from Mesa. Mesa. Would you stop watering your lawn if Mesa told you to? You know, I barely water my lawn as it is. I, I'm giving my lawn just enough to live, so I'm not going to do any less. So, and are you doing that no. because of the uh, because of our water problem? Or because you're lazy? Or are you lazy? Uh, no, I mean, we've got it on a timer and everything. I don't even have to think about it. It just goes, uh, but it goes as little as possible. Right. Um, kind of, um, kind of for conscientious, uh, environmental reasons, but also because it costs a lot of money too. Okay. Yeah, right on. So, man. I appreciate that Phil call. Phil is conserving. Phil is conserving. Okay. Eric from Mesa. Are you, uh, fine with not watering your lawn? Well, I don't have a lawn, but if I did, I would just water anyways. The grass needs life, man. Well, there you go. You, you're watering your rocks, though. You want to yeah. keep them clean. Absolutely. Yeah. Oh, okay, yeah, how about this? Totally. Are you fine only showering once a week <laughs> instead of watering your lawn? There you go. Fantastic. Thanks a lot for that. <laughs> there you Kevin go. and Mesa, would you be upset if they told you not to water your lawn? Well, I take pride in my lawn. I've got probably the prettiest lawn in the neighborhood, and I have cut back and been able to maintain still an absolute great-looking lawn. Kind of a bragger, aren't you? I was going to say, settle down, braggadocious. I mean, goodness. You have, like, you you on Instagram with all your pictures of the flowers and all that stuff? Sure. I just had all my shrubs trimmed by a landscape company. Oh, so, I thought you were going to say Topra. You know, if, if any, of, any of you real estate brokers want to come by and look at my house <laughs> and put it up for sale, you know, I'm asking about $600,000. So, all right. All right. So there you, know. you go. So Kevin's got it going. Thanks, Kevin. He's very excited about his lawn. All right. He really is. Uh, five spot. We're asking you to call if you live in Mesa. Uh, in Mesa, they're saying, uh, you know that winter grass? We'd like you to not do that this year to save water. We're asking you. When when Mesa asks you that, they will. Will you stop watering your lawn? Yeah. All right. Katie and Mesa, would you stop watering your lawn? Um, I have limited how much 
I water my lawn, and I am currently planning on switching to a clover lawn, so it's more sustainable, and it's good for the heat also, so then I don't have to use as much water, and it's easier to maintain. Yeah, but is your lawn as nice as our last caller? Pardon? No, nothing. Never mind. Okay, so she's going to switch to uh, another lawn. And Greg and Mesa, you're the fifth caller in five spot today. Uh, your lawn, uh, are you going to cut back? I am. We're gonna. We don't do the winter lawn anyway. Oh. Uh, but uh, we did it one year. It looked great, but it did. It did cost a lot of water and money and, and just consumption. And uh, I think it's the right thing to do. Like uh, I think Gato said, it. Uh, we we live in the desert. Uh, why are we having lawns? Yeah, I know. I appreciate that. You know, in California, they, you know, they're really into this and they come and they'll fine you. Oh, yeah. They'll do all kinds of stuff. Except if you're a Kardashian. And it was weird because when I was out there, uh, in California living in Rancho Mirage, they, they, the homeowners association tells you, you have to keep your lawn up. California's going by saying they're giving you tickets and yeah. the homeowners are like, we don't care. Yeah. And so there came to an agreement where the state was giving everybody like 10 or $15,000 to, to, to put it into rock and sand. Yeah. Yeah. You know, well, uh, I am surprised. I'm going to do old AstroTurf. <laughs> how many, how we had five calls on five spot. I'm surprised how many. Are are aware of trying to be uh, conscientious. conscientious and conserve water. You know, I am. Where other people, maybe like me, is like, eh, I don't care. St- stuff's still coming out of the tap. <laughs> maybe you know what? Maybe you say, you know, guys, I'm going to water my lawn, but I'm only going to take one shower a week. No, let's not go there. I don't know. If you start taking one maybe shower you a, a week, pool. you're going to be ripe. Maybe you got a pool. I don't want to sit next to you with one shower a week. But you 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 care. You know what? Sometimes you need two showers. I think. May, okay, two showers so. a week. But you're still no no you're a being, day. You're, you're you're being conscientious. Okay. You're being weird. All right, I, that is true. You're an odd bird. You're Just, sleeping in a bed that is for a hospital patient on purpose. Yeah, it's nice, man. Four plus hours of sleep last night. Right. Boom, baby. Coming up. Four or five days this week. Uh, four hours of sleep. What? Sleeping in a hospital bed on purpose in his living room. Coming up next. So comfy. Sending migrants to Martha's Vineyard is like the rise of the Nazis. Oh, please. We'll tell you who said this next. Arizona's news station, KTAR News, 92.3 FM. Serious news, seriously entertaining. The Gatos and Chad Show. All right, people have lost their minds. Yeah. People have lost their minds. I understand that you could be upset about this, and I understand how how you could think this is uh, this is not right. Treating migrants this way is not what we should be doing. But let me read a couple of uh, quotes, okay? We know what happened the other day. Florida Governor Ron DeSantis, uh, he had a couple planes, put some migrants on it, and he flew them to Martha's Vineyard. Fifty Venezuelan migrants. We know that Ducey has been putting migrants on buses yes. and, and busing them out to places like New York and Chicago. And Greg uh, Abbott started the whole adventure. Correct. All right. So the reaction now after what DeSantis did, one person uh, said... Sending migrants to Martha's Vineyard is like the rise of the Nazis. Yeah. Or that's the most asinine thing ever said. Mm. How in God's name could you even compare the two? How do you do that? How do you in your mind look over and go, you know what? This is just like what Hitler did. He's put them on. They're putting them on trains. Next thing you know, they're going to Birkenau. They're going to Auschwitz. They're going. This, this is That's what this is. Because when I saw them taking selfies with everybody there. And and I I felt like you know what 
Okay, maybe that wasn't the the right thing to do, but it got everybody's attention because apparently that's what you have to do nowadays to get attention. But to even try to equate the two is the dumbest thing in the world. You're an idiot. The person that said that was a documentary filmmaker, Ken Burns. I think a lot of people knows who he is. A lot of people know who he is. Uh, and, and that's what he's saying. All right. What about the governor of California? Another one that you really, you love this guy. Yeah, he's good. Okay. Newsom. All right. So Gavin Newsom. Newsom says DeSantis and Abbott are getting families to travel under false pretenses of getting work on the East Coast. He says that is kidnapping and racketeering. All right. So Doug Ducey kidnapped migrants is what you're saying. Uh, yeah. Really? Really? Yeah, I really. think a lot of it is uh, uh, there. This was a lot that has to do with DeSantis because DeSantis is in everybody's craw, especially if you're in the media right now, because he is the he's the Trump without all the chaos. You could try to paint chaos around it, but he's not doing anything that doozy. The, the media didn't freak out. I mean, the, the the mayors freaked out in some of the places. But once DeSantis did, it changed everything. OK, we talked the other day what Ducey did. We didn't we say that it felt different than what DeSantis did because Listen, there's no way you compare this to the Nazis. It's not kidnapping. Yeah. Stop with this garbage. Ducey didn't kidnap Let, anybody. Let's, and ask, stick him let's on the ask a Jew but, but or, or right. a gypsy from, you know, I don't know, 1943. Hey, would you like to go to a camp in Poland or Ukraine? Or would you maybe like to go to Martha's Vineyard? Yeah. Yeah. But didn't it feel different what DeSantis did? Because a lot of people said they didn't know where they were going. They 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 landed in Martha's Vineyard. They had no idea. The migrants had no idea where they were. Now DeSantis says that's not the case. They actually give them a packet, and in that packet included a map of Martha's Vineyard. So it was obvious that that's where they were going, and they gave that to them. And and, and here's the thing: it's all voluntary. Okay. What Ducey did at the border, putting migrants on a bus. That was also supposed to be voluntary. Here's the difference. Um, I didn't hear one person say anything about Ducey uh, lying to people who got on that bus. Yeah. I didn't hear one or story. Abbott. Or Abbott. Now, I don't, I don't know what's happening on those buses. I'm sure there's lost in translation uh, of some sure. of this stuff. But I'm, didn't you hear a lot more with DeSantis about there were people that didn't know where they were? And they it's and they may have been lured on the plane again. I don't think that's kidnapping. And it's certainly not as bad as the Nazis. But I do think that if you're not telling people where they're going and that seems to be a little bit of the case with Florida, I don't like that. Well, they said they were going to. Well, he said there's a map on there. There's I a don't thing know. saying you're heading to Martha's Vineyard now. They may think, oh, it's the outskirts of Boston, because that's the first thing. But I don't trust anything the media says about any of this, especially because they didn't say anything about anybody else. Right. But when, when, when DeSantis does it, it's becoming the news because he's the bad guy, because he's, he's, the, he's the leader in the clubhouse for the Republicans. And they understand uh, that this is the guy they've got the, the media has to key in on because he's going to be the big bad wolf in the next campaign. Okay. Have they made their point? Can we stop doing this? It, that's a good question. You know, I think I think Ducey's made his point. I think DeSantis has made his point. Abbott made their point. Uh, in doing what they've done, they've certainly put a spotlight on the border, which has been totally ignored by Joe Biden. This stuff would not be happening. None of this is going to change. Okay. So what do we do? Do we keep doing this? Do we keep? Because it is political. You know, Ducey's doing it for politics. Yeah. We're using these migrants that are coming over and we're just, you know, we stick them on a bus. Do we have to keep doing this or have we have they made their point? We can stop. Well, I mean, the point was made and it made people uncomfortable. But uh, I think if I'm them, keep doing it, keep doing it.
And you know what? If you if you're if you're screaming and yelling in your virtuousness about being a sanctuary city, and the first thing you do is you bust people out of there, then all you really are is a person who wants to be liked on Facebook and in the media. You're not actually the kind of person that was all about. A, you know, I'll say that about California. You don't hear them griping about it, but Adams. Bowser in D.C., you've got uh, all the people of Martha. Uh, we, we didn't even know they were coming. And then Lori Lightfoot, who puts them all on a bus Is that in Chicago, Chicago mm-hmm. and sends them no, to no. another place. Because yeah. Chicago doesn't have an hotel rooms. <sighs> My God. The hypocrisy. Oh, what are we going to do with all these 50 people? Oh. Yeah. I think we're going to keep seeing it. Yeah. I think they're going to continue to make their point. Uh, and the president, I don't think he cares. I don't think he does either. I don't think he cares. And here's the thing. He likes it. Oh, it'll gin up the base. I can come out. I can raise a bunch of money off. If you're giving money to any of these people, regardless of the side of the aisle, it, they're grifters. Yeah. They love this stuff. All right. Coming up next. Coming there, up. there was a, 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 a professional match, I guess we should yes. say. It's not really a sporting event, but it was a match. It's a game. A game. And... Um, and someone uh, cheated in the most horrific way I've ever heard in my entire life. It sounds painful to me. You know what? I will say. Oh, God. You know, somebody's no, don't, don't put say. in the work. Oh, that wasn't bad. I thought you were really. I had a lot of good things uh, to say, but I haven't said it. I said it on my national show. Wait until you find out how this person cheated. You are going to cringe next. Arizona's news station, KTAR News, 92.3 FM. Serious news, seriously entertaining. The Gatos and Chad Show. Uh, Before we get to the story you've been wanting to do all week, and God (laughs) help us all, uh, wise man Steve Zinsmeister, at 4 o'clock during uh, uh, midterm mayhem, I said Katie Hobbs needs to stop going on Twitter and campaigning there because no one's watching. What did she just tweet? Yeah, it was at 4.13, so right after you said that, (laughs) she took to Twitter to respond by saying this, happy hashtag national guacamole day. Oh, gosh. Here in Phoenix, we like to give our guac a little extra flair by adding pomegranate seeds. I've never heard of that before. Mm -hmm. And in the Hobbs household, we like to spice it up with extra jalapeno. Yeah. What's your favorite guac recipe? Sound off in the comments below. Oh, please. And the comments are hilarious. I'm sure they are. That's one way to run for governor. Uh, Talk about your guacamole. All right. Again, I mean, I said I, it. I tried to give her some advice for crying out loud, but you want to you want to tweet about guacamole and not the homeless or the Arizona's water problem or fantastic. Okay, there you guys go. You want to hear my favorite comment? Yes, sure. Oh, you're starting to uh, sound like a regular citizen. That's good. Hopefully, you find a job next year. <laughs> 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 All right, we'll keep our eye on on the Twitter of uh, Katie Hobbs because, boy, it it's is... blowing up, kids. It's ridiculous. All right, so there was a professional uh, chess player. You you play chess? I have occasion. Becky Lynn, are you a chess player? Are you, do you play chess? I wish I were. Yeah, it's a very smart I wish I played game. more, but it's, it's you know, A, I don't have the time, and B, yeah. like when I was a kid, I played a little bit, but I just... I do have one of those really big checker sets from Cracker Barrel, though. <laughs> I love checkers. <laughs> Well, this professional chess player cheated. And yeah. I'm thinking to myself, how do you cheat playing chess? Well, 
Let me just say, oh, uh, I was I was told just when I walked in the, the you, studio, you're walking on ice, man. And, and I was told I'm contractually obligated, <laughs> said a uh, young wise man there, to tell you don't get in trouble and say yeah. anything wacky. Yes. So here we go, because okay. I don't want everybody. Do you want to go or do you want me no, to go? Dude, I don't oh, want everybody God. You know, to be the butt of the jokes. So <laughs> here we go. A uh, a youngster by the name of Hans Moke Neiman played Magnus Carlson. Now Magnus Carlson is the he's he's oh, we're five times straight world champion. Oh gosh, okay. He's got a ginormous forehead. And by the way, apparently if you watch any of these, none of these people have ever found a comb. <laughs> Never, or any gel in their hair. How old yeah. are these people? Uh, he's 19. Magnus is like 35 31. or 40. Okay. So I mean, you know, 31. And he's the champ. Yeah. He is the champ. He's, he's the king. Magnus doesn't cheat. Oh, Magnus didn't no, cheat. No. Uh, this the other kid guy. kind of has come out of nowhere. Wait, the 19-year-old cheated? Wait. He's come out of nowhere. Okay. And he beat Magnus. He put something nowhere, too. He put something nowhere is what the accusations are. And by nowhere on the body that you could see, (sighs) think drugs in (sighs) prison. (sighs) And people, a person online would, how should we say, remotely give it a (sighs) when he was maybe making the wrong move. Do you know what he's talking about, Becky Lynn? Oh, yes. I'm I'm determining So there was a device. Yes. Okay. And he's basically sitting on that device in a way. If you will. And when the device, let's uh, just say, shook a little bit. Yeah. That would tell him wrong move. Yeah, wrong move. So don't take your hand off the chest. Yeah. Did I say something? Yeah, once you you let it go. I don't want to win that bad. I don't want to win. I don't want to win that bad. Now, this is all conspiracy, right? They even frisked him after the thing, but they didn't know they They had to frisk there. So. Chess.com has kicked him out and said you can't play in our world championship for a million dollars cash. Right. Uh, other places that he has played are asking questions about this because people have been curious how you went from, I mean, he he was kind of ranked as a junior mm. to all of a sudden you're beating the best of the best of the best. And people are asking serious questions of what took place. Yeah, where's that noise coming from? I know. I hear a buzzing noise. Oh, it's my phone. Where is that? Is that your phone buzzing? No, you're not allowed to have a phone there. Why the game? He said bottoms up. He's, <laughs> he's now offered to play his matches without clothes. Yeah. yeah. Oh, for crying out he loud. Has. Well, it doesn't matter because you can't see him. him. Uh, it's awful. Very uncomfortable. Man, I'll tell you what, though. That's a guy that was in it to win it. Oh, gosh. <laughs> we made it through without getting fired there, right? Yep. Okay. All right. Five o'clock uh, hours coming up next.